0: Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee is 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com
1: Mike's on. He's ready to go. On the fan. New York Sports Radio. Mike's on. Mike's on. The sports and it went any way that he can. It's my Francis on the fame. Sports Radio 66 and 1019
2: FM WFAM. All right, we come to you on this June the 25th. Uh, brought to you, of course, by Casamigos Tequila. Brought to you by those who drink it. And we thank Casamigos Tequila because they sent me a beautiful cornhole game. Now, if you're not familiar with cornhole, you see it on the beach or you see it on people's lawn. It's this game that you play with bean bags. It's kind of like bocce. So if you don't have a bocce court, which we happen to have a bocce court because uh, we, I, I had one built at the house uh, because the kids love it. And we used to play it at different family functions. So we have our own uh, court, uh, 13 by 90, the whole thing, a real bocce court. Uh, built it next to the basketball court. So um, we, had, we were playing in the backyard today with these beautifully appointed Casamigos tequila uh, Corn hole boards, I mean, so you, you get these two boards you have a little hole cut, uh, that cut in about about a little less than a third of the way down there 's a hole cut in the middle, and you put them twenty seven feet apart. you could play on the back are we play on the back lawn, you could play on the beach, you could play on the lawn right you put the boards twenty seven feet apart, you could play with two people you could play with four, and basically, you get three points if you put it in the hole. And if you leave it on the board, you get a point. You get four throws each round against your opponent. So your opponent throws four times. You throw four times. Singles, doubles, mostly doubles. And you can knock the other person's beanbag off. You can also knock the other person's beanbag in. But how many you have on the board counts. So if I have three, they have one. It's plus two for the round. Uh, And three points if it goes in. You get three points if they if you knock the your gets knocked in by someone else, so anything that goes into the hole that's in the board is three points. the rest is one point for uh throwing it on the board, and a lot of them bounce off the board and stuff like that so uh they throw these bean bags or corn bags that's the idea of corn hole is supposed to be corn in the bag so um and they weigh about eh, about sixteen ounces or so so um Game has caught on a lot. It's gotten very popular, and it's fun to play. It really is. If you've never played it, it's a game you can buy cheap. You can even make your own board if you have a little of that talent. I couldn't. I'd spend a million dollars and probably wind up in the hospital trying to build a board. So I'm not. I'm not. I, I can't build anything. So I can't do that. And and. Uh, Casamigos to tequila is nice enough to send me this beautiful. I mean, absolutely, you can nice one I've ever seen. I mean, just and they have them with like team logos on them and everything, but this is the Casamigos tequila logos on them. Beautiful, beautiful brand logoing. Uh, just really beautifully done. So um, we play that today, and uh, it's a fun game to play. So you know, this time of year when you know, with everything that's going on in the world. It's a good way to kill a couple hours. And the kids can do it. You can do it with the kids. It's, you know Everyone can play. You can play whether you are 8 or 80. You can play. And uh, good at uh, parties or family functions or anything like that. Uh, or to keep your distance away from everybody in the backyard. You can do that too. And so check it out. And you can get the official rules now online. Or you can get it at any sporting goods store. Sells them like Dick's will sell them or anywhere. They'll, they'll sell them now. Or like I said, if you have any bit of... Any bit of uh, ability in that area, if you can you know, do anything, if you can fix anything in your home, you could probably put one of these together in, you know, in a very short amount of time. But they have some really nice ones that you can buy online or you could buy in the store. So uh, check it out. So it's a, it's a fun game. It really is. We, put, we played for a while today. All right. Golf. We'll start with that. I uh, told you yesterday that they were going to take the travelers apart. We know that. They took Hilton Head apart last week. They're going to take Travelers apart this week, and they took it apart today. There we're 100 players the par. Um, uh, Mackenzie Hughes shoots six under par. Uh, shoots 10 under par today. Uh, you have uh, Rory at seven. You have uh, Shoffley at seven. You have Phil at six. Leading a contingent there. You have Sergio at six. You have uh, Bryson at five, leading a a contingent there. They're basically, today if you were going to stay with the pack, you're going to shoot three or four under. That's staying with the pack today. You shot over part of it, you're going home for the weekend. That's basically it. You're not going to make it up. Bubba Watson, who is one of the guys I picked because he loves his tournament. He's won three times. He's finished in the top ten six times. Um, He got off to a bad start. He was three over par. He wound up one under par. So he salvaged his day, but still he's got a lot of work to do tomorrow. Uh, If you're one under par, you're going to have to go out tomorrow and shoot seven under or something to get back into the tournament. Um, I gave you three guys, uh, Answer, Leishman, and Watson, all big odds. Watson's one under, Anser's three under, and Leishman's four under. That's normal. That's not great. That's normal. Of course, you got ten, a couple guys at seven, including Rory. A uh, bunch at f- six, including Phil. A uh, big group at five, including uh, Bryson. Um, and um, and basically another 20 at four, another 20 at three. And 100, about 100 players on the par today. So that's the bottom line. Uh, so Mickelson's up there at six on the par, which is nice to see. Rory's there at seven on the par. Give you a little uh, pizzazz. Um, Mercau has been playing great he's three over overparties out. I mean, if you're over party, you go home. That's all there is to it. And Shoffley was 8-under, then he bogeyed 17, so he's 7-under uh, now. Uh, and then we'll see what happens tomorrow. So probably after two days, depending on what the leader does tomorrow, let's say the leader has a decent day, you know, the leader's going to be somewhere around 12-under par tomorrow probably. Unless this, unless Hughes goes out and goes crazy, the leader's going to be 12 under par 13, under par tomorrow. That's basically it. Uh, we heard today that Phil's going to be in the U.S. Open. He's got in, so he doesn't have to qualify. which a very nice present for him, so that's a positive too. Okay, so that's that's, that's good to hear. Um, nothing else new on the, uh, you know, uh, sport fronts as far as everyone dealing with all the virus and everything else. You just take it one day at a time with that. Uh, a couple notable things today. Um, Greg Williams coming out and defending Adams, uh, saying he has his back. If I'm the general manager, I'm the owner, I don't want my defense coordinator basically supporting a player who is trying to get himself traded because he doesn't like being here, number one, and because he wants a new contract, even though he signed a contract that was a lucrative contract when he signed it. And... I'm 16 and 32 in my three years with him, and I got to give him a new contract? Give me a break. And if I'm going to have a defensive coordinator support that, you know what? I don't need that. I tell him to keep his mouth closed. You know, a lot of teams, co- defense defensive coordinator can't talk. Now you know why. You don't want defensive coordinators coming out and saying that. You don't want them coming out defending him. You don't want them coming out talking about his contract. You know, honor your contract. You got a contract, you play with it. You know, the, what are you to do you expect the Jets to do? Jump up and down because they've been 16 and 32 in your three years here? I mean, come on, it's about winning. That's all it's about. It's not about anything else. It's not about, oh, he's a nice player, he's this, he's that. And he, and he has treated the team uh, so disloyally. it's ridiculous. He never shuts up about going on somewhere else. And he's basically made it clear he doesn't want to be here. Hey, if I got a good offer for him, which I don't think they'll get, I'd, I'd, I'd send them packing so fast his head would, would spin. Because guys like this, you never make happy. You never make happy. And the way he looks at it is, I'm good, my team stinks, so I don't want anything to do with them. So here I am, it's not me, it's them. It's me, it's them, that's it. It's not me, it's them. I play well, they're no good, and that's it. Because he didn't come here and make them better. I'm going to reward a guy who comes here and makes the team better, not a guy who comes here, thinks he plays well, and then decides that he's the class of the league. This guy, remember, came out last year and put himself in a class with Tom Brady, which is so utterly ridiculous, it's not even worth discussing. Make the players around you better, and then you are a player who is worthy of something rare. That's how it works. Not come here and be a loudmouth on a team that's sixteen and thirty-two for the three years you're here. That doesn't work. That doesn't. That doesn't cut it at all. And only, and you know what? I understand that as a defense coordinator, he wants one of his key people to be happy. I understand that. But you know what? Your loyalty's supposed to be to management if you're the defensive coordinator. And you better find out what the Jets want to do here. First of all, listen. Like I said, if somebody makes a massive offer, he's gone. Goodbye, I'll drive him to the airport. Because he's never, ever going to be happy. They'll always, always find something to be miserable about. He always will. Pay him, it'll be something else. Pay him, it'll be that we don't win. He basically says he doesn't want to play you anymore. Good, bye. Lost with you, I can lose without you. Without having to pay you a king's ransom. Because you think money cures these guys' misery? It doesn't. It doesn't. It'll be something else. When Beckham got his money, did he stop yakking? Nope. No, he wouldn't. Because all they want to do is complain. They don't want to make the situation better. They just want to complain. That's it. They don't know how to make the situation better. Just do your job. And be a leader and hope that turns teams around. You reward people who lead teams to exceptional things. That's who you reward. That's what team sports is about. Finding players who are very talented, very committed, and who make the players around them better. And the team performs at a high level. Team 16 and 32 for the three years he's here. I'm going to give, rip up his contract and give him a new one. I don't have to do that. I don't have to do anything. I just tell him to play. What's he going to do? Sit out? Like I said, uh, 16 and 2 with you. I think it could be 16 and 2 without you. Not that hard to do. Back after this. All right, we'll take you to 7. Sal at that time will uh, join you for the evening. Lou and Astoria starts us off. What's up, Lou? How you doing, Mike? Good, Lou. What's going on?
1: Mike, we're basically coming back. We're going to have a few games. These rules that they try to apply because they don't want to keep the players in the field. I think it's ridiculous. They're safer actually being on the field. I mean...
2: Listen. The whole thing is you got to give them a you got to give them a pass. They don't they, 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 listen. There's going to be other things they're going to have to try too. We don't even know if it's going to work. We don't even know if they're going to get off the ground. You just got to let this happen this year and let it unfold. None of it's perfect. It's it's. You, you know, they they're just trying to make some money off television. That's what it comes down you know, to. Players are trying to put money. some, yeah. Players are trying to put some money in their pockets. Owners are trying to put some money in their pocket. That's all it is. Mike, to play it safe, so so
1: if this thing just uh, fire back. Do you think it's a good idea, and you might not agree with it, but to put the ump, the home play umpire behind the pitcher to call the distraction ball?
2: No, I don't like No, no, it's dangerous. It's very dangerous. In major leagues, it's very dangerous to get him killed. Uh, absolutely. Well, he, can no, wear, no. he
1: can wear the, the, gears, the gears. No, it's
2: still, you could get him you, know, you don't want to do that. And how no. about it, this yeah.
1: one? Uh, when, you, uh, when you at first, you automatically get the, you know, you never stay close to the first baseman. I mean, I'm not saying you're not going to you're not you're allowed to steal
2: the. Listen, base. the thing with the, the 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 space with the players yeah, the, 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 has has got to be has got to be realistic, otherwise. Exactly. And thanks for the call. They can't play the game. You cannot you cannot adjust the game to where you're going to allow things on the base pass that are utterly ridiculous to keep people away from each other. I understand. Don't go fight with an umpire. I understand that. Fine. Don't get an umpire's face. I understand that part. Okay. But. A reasonable if, if they can't play the game and have the fielders field the ball normally and the runners run the bases normally, if they cannot do that, then don't play. Then don't play. It's utterly ridiculous. You cannot make it where it's not really a game. It's got to still be the game. And that goes for every sport. The idea you cannot alter these sports. When you start, and baseball's got it easy, just like golfers got it easy. Listen, these guys didn't get sick because they were playing golf. These guys got sick because they were socializing or they were in crowded places in in, in, in South Carolina. That you know, Fine, I'm not asking them to, to, to lock themselves in their room, but that's where they got it. That's why all these guys came down with it from a golf standpoint. They didn't get it out on the golf course. But you cannot... Ask these. You cannot play the game with some ridiculous notion. And the same thing goes for the NBA. What are you can do in the NBA stand six feet apart from everybody. Well, that's how you can play. I know there's no defense played now compared to the old days. Anyway, but the but the bottom line is, what is it now? You're not going to play defense at all. You're just going to stand away from the player. Uh, you're going to mix it up in these sports. If you can't mix it up, then don't play. See, their feeling is with those sports and with baseball too. We're going to. Get everybody clean, everybody tested, and we're going to be dealing with a group of people, a population that is already clean. So we know that going in. And you know what? It's not going to be perfect because there will be people who passed the test, who were at a stage where it didn't show yet, and then they turned positive or they didn't show signs, but they still carried the bug. So the bottom line is it's, it's not going to all work. And there's going to be teams that get hurt. There's going to be players that go down. There's going to be teams that haven't run through the team. How baseball or football or basketball or hockey deals with that? Well, we'll see. They're going to try and use common sense. They're going to try and not overreact. But there are some levels to which this can't work. And to me, hey, you know, you can't, the runner can take as big a ladies one because we're not holding them on anyway. You we know, any the first. But, uh, come on now. We can't play the game that way. You cannot alter the league. You cannot alter the alter the rules to the point of it being ludicrous. That can't happen. Because if it does, just shut it down. And don't play. Listen, we've all made it since March. I can tell you right now, and I never thought this, but if you had to make it to if you had to make it to November, you would. You'd make it. I think the more important thing is the kids going back to school. I don't think it's good for the kids who had camps. Can I worry about the kids because you want them to be really active. You want them to go to school. They don't have camps this summer. They don't have activities this summer. They're restricted in what they can do this summer. You worry about them. So I worry about I worry about the schools, which I think I mean I'm just using my using what I think is common sense, that they will try to keep the schools open in some vein this year. I would think, unless there's just an overrunning of, of, the, of the virus again, which I guess can happen. But um, we need the schools to be back. To me, that's the most important thing. But well, I'll tell you what's going to be bizarre is if we get to Halloween with no therapeutic answers and no answers of any way medically. There's going to be no Halloween. There's going to be a very limited Thanksgiving, and there's going to be no Christmas shopping, no Christmas parties. It's not even going to no New Year's Eve parties. It's going to seem like a very, very strange holiday year. And forget what it's going to do to the economy. So that would be the... Culmination of what this year has been. And I know on New Year's Eve there's going to be a lot of people just saying, thank God there's another number coming down instead of 2020. Because 2020 is going to be remembered forever. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, there's a chance now. I was in a store the other day. I actually was picking something up that I had purchased in February. And... It, it was ready in early March, I, and in the time where I could have picked it up, I didn't, and then I just got, and got it the other day. The store just reopened. But think about that. I mean, it's almost July. I mean, that's crazy. Charlie and Teaneck, what's up, Charlie? Charles and neck go ahead. Going once. All right, oh. next. Yeah, is this Charles? Let's go. Yeah. Good. Hey, Mike. How are you doing? First Go time, a long that. time. Okay. Um, do you think with the lack of sports going on now, if the NHL comes back early, do you see the hockey fan base growing? Yeah, I think uh, maybe a little, but nothing special. I think. Listen, I think people will watch. I think people will watch any sports on TV. I think they will watch any live, any live event. And if it gets the stage to, and thanks for the call. If it gets the stage to itself, it will do. Markedly better than it normally does. So people, players. people are in a. But it, listen, the hockey players are very exciting. But it, do I think it's going to mean that down the road hockey's going to overtake another sport? No, I don't think that will happen. But I do, I do think that. And thanks for calling. I do think any, any thing that is on TV by itself that stands alone on TV, the ratings will be very, very good because it's, it's what sports is that's different it is unscripted live real unscripted events there are no live real unscripted events except the news and that's why sports has such a great place in in the television world because it is live it is unscripted and it is real and to have that happen is you know there's nothing else that can take its place so it's extremely valuable, and that goes for any of them. And if they're playing playoff games, hockey games are very exciting. But do I think it will make you know, a new generation of hockey fans? No. Uh, over another sport? No. But I do think it will, it will do very well, as has every live event that's been on so far. The, the ratings have been exaggerated towards the live event. Hey, I guarantee you, listen, there are shows on there that have been on TV for years, that I had heard of, that I had never watched, that I've watched. Nurse Jackie, all right? My wife got me into that show. That was a great show. First of all, Eddie Falco is unbelievable. Um, I never watched it. It was on for like eight years. Yeah, but it was a tremendous show. The uh, I I had I watched the uh, Emmys. And the amazing Mrs. Mazel kept winning these awards. I'm like, what the heck is this show? Oh, it's on Amazon, all right? I watched it. It was a really good show. Really well done. I mean, the guy who plays Lenny Bruce is unbelievable. And the, and the woman who's a star it does a g- great job. I mean, she really does. I mean, they have three or four people that on that show. Do an incredible job. It was a, it was a great show. Uh, Ozarks. I watched Ozarks. Ozarks was terrific. I never would have watched that. I never would have watched any of those shows if we hadn't been in the situation we were in now. I wouldn't have watched any of them. But, you know, there's been a run on all those shows. You can't make them fast enough now. Same thing. The NFL draft got incredible ratings. Golf's done really well. And that will be the case with any sport that comes back because, you know what, people need things to, to watch. Adam Selden, what's up, Adam? Uh,
0: I got to tell you, I, I agree with you on Jamal Adams in that he's... he's- uh, I hate to use the term of cancer, but uh, I'm a big Giants fan, and I also was sick of Beckham. I, I wanted him gone, and it's no surprise, uh, you know, how it went with the Browns. The thing I will disagree with you on, though, is you're big on the uh, win without you, win with you, win without you. You're a big Mike Trout guy. He's got the, one of the biggest baseball contracts of all time. I think it's like 13 years, like Bryce Harper,
2: and that team's going nowhere. So, you know, it is what it is. Mike Trout has not complained one day. First of all, baseball is a little different, okay? It's a little different because it's an individual game played inside a team game. It's an individual team. Baseball is a sport where you can be a big star and never win. It's the one sport where you can do that because of the fact that it is an individual game. And Mike Trout has never once complained. Not one time has he complained. because he's a because he is an attraction. He, wait a second. Wait a second. Mike Trout gets paid because that's how the game works. Mike Trout gets paid because in baseball you are paid by your production. You're not paid by wins in baseball. You're paid by a 20 game winner gets paid in baseball whether he's on a winning team or a losing team. A 20 game winner gets paid because it's an individual sport. The home run king in baseball will always get paid even if he's on a. Bad Team. Ernie Banks was on bad teams his whole life. He was a big star. He was a two-time MVP because baseball is an individual game. Football is not. Okay? Basketball is not. Football is an individual baseball is an individual game played inside a team concept. Yes, there are players who can help teams win. But you can only do so much. Mike Trout has been surrounded by bad players. He's going to be paid because his statistics and his performance is better than everybody else's. That's what he's getting paid for, his performance. Baseball, Ted Williams never won. Played in one World Series his whole life. He got paid a fortune. So they've paid Uh, players in... No, baseball, again, baseball baseball. baseball is is different. It is. Well, that's the reason. In baseball, you get paid, but you don't get paid. When you go in for arbitration, they don't say your team won 95 games. They say, here's what you hit. Here's what the other players at your position hit. Here's what your performance is. Here's what you did compared to the rest of the league. And if you're at the top of the league, you get paid. That's how it works. Football is not the same way. You have to have an impact on the team. It's a team sport. Because individual statistics don't matter a lot of times in in football. Yes, quarterbacks, what's the main thing a quarterback has to do? Win. That's the most important thing he does. Not throwing touchdown passes.
0: If you throw for 8,000 yards and garbage It's
2: different in baseball, though. It's different in baseball. Mike? Mike, that's why you're clapping. That's why, listen, you're a fool. I mean, I'm trying to, I'm trying to give it to you as soon as, you, I'm trying to give it to you as, as cleanly as I can. You don't pay a defensive player in football if the team stinks. Because what is he helping you with? What are you selling? Are you selling the fact how many tackles he had last year? What are you selling to the public? At least with a quarterback, you can sell touchdown passes because it might make someone come to the game. You think somebody's coming to the game to watch somebody tackle somebody? Or is six sacks? Which one of those? Or is four sacks? Or is two broken up passes? Or is three interceptions? Are those numbers going to... Is you going to compare that to somebody uh, competing for a triple crown? I mean, come on. This should be obvious to you that it's not shows that the clown is you. Because I couldn't get through to you and make you understand this. Baseball is different. You pay people on their performance. Because it's an individual game. What in football is individual? Nothing. A defender has to make the unit better. That is his job. To have the unit be productive. What made Lawrence Taylor great wasn't the fact that he sacked the quarterback. What made Lawrence Taylor great is that he made the Giants a winner. And he got big sacks in big spots. And the team won. That's what made him a great player. Not because he got sacks, because his team won and he got sacks. And he terrorized opposing teams. But he did it when the game was on the line. Look at Lawrence Taylor's record as a player, his one loss record. This kid's 16 and 32. I'm supposed to pay him a fortune to be 16 and 32 in football. You're a defensive player. Talk to me about your team performance. Comparing that to Mike Trout is just ridiculous. It doesn't work that way in baseball. Ernie Banks won back-to-back MVPs on a losing team. A-Rod won an MVP in a last-place team. Ted Williams went to one World Series in his life, and he was a god. Why? Because hitting home runs and, and, and winning batting titles is respected in baseball because nobody goes to the plate with you. And hitters sell tickets. Home run hitters sell tickets. Safeties don't sell tickets. Back after this. All right, we're back. Let's get some more calls in before we take you to the top. Sal, at, at, uh, coming, coming your way at uh, 7 o'clock uh, this evening. Bill and Danbury, what's up, Bill?
1: Been a long time since I talked to you because there's
0: everything yes. going on. Mm-hmm. Um, just want to know, you know a, a Met question. Where do you rank them in baseball with a 60-game season? I, I see them in the top five. I, I really do. You know with a short
2: um I got a couple of question marks that it depends how you're going to answer them number one is Cespedes. is he going to be a factor or not factor if he's a factor that really that lineup's going to be very dangerous. Uh, I do think they have stars in the two kids I think both of them I think both of them are stars I think both of them are legitimate players uh I, I, already it's Alonzo's team there's no question about that I mean he is yeah. he, he's a leader he's a born leader you can see it um They have pitching. To me, the most important guy on the team uh, will be out of the bullpen without any question. Um, Betancis is the key. If he's healthy, I I don't trust their closer. They gave him the ball back. Let's see what he does. Um, Betancis has
0: got to be healthy now. He's got
2: to be healthy. He's got to be healthy. I think he could make an enormous difference uh, if he's healthy. Uh, And – Again, pitching depth is critical. Uh, it's going to be a very weird pitching year, and the Mets do have depth in their in their pitching, and that is a huge key. Now, and they they they, they definitely have a they him, like, yeah they have a, they have a playoff type team. I could say, I I could agree with that if everything falls into place, they could be a playoff team.
0: And I love Porcello. I, I think he's going to you know he's a local guy. I think he's going to turn it around. Um, you know I, you know and if Cespedes isn't healthy, then you're looking at Dom Smith as a DH possibly.
2: Well, listen. I mean, if Cespedes is good enough, and if he's motivated, he's he's good enough to carry a team, uh, and that oh, really wow. gives you a heck of a lineup. It really does. Oh, um, it does, and it's going to be. And and really, what you want to do here is it's it's imperative, and, and really more so than other years. You know, almost use the old you know Red Arbuck way of play. Red Arbuck used to believe that the way to play the NBA season was to go out, fire out, and put 10 wins in the bank to start the season, <laughs> and then and then just t- take it from there in an 80-game season. In a 60-game season, you go out and play 10-2 and 2 in your first 12 games, you are off and flying. I mean, that's yeah. basically it uh, versus going out and struggling in your first 10 games. But I think getting out of the box, how teams prepare here, uh, how they are able to deal with all the craziness that's going to go on. Hey, listen, there's going to be a lot of stuff thrown everybody's way that they're not used to, how to handle these large pitching staffs, how to keep people healthy, all kinds of stuff. So uh, there's a lot, and thanks for the call. There's a lot of unknowns this year, and how you handle the unknowns are going to be critical, and we'll see. Now, they have a rookie manager, but as an organization, how you handle the unknowns are going to be a very critical part of this year. I don't think there's any question. Joe in Brooklyn, what's up, Joe?
0: I don't want to stray you off of what I, I called for, but uh, uh-huh. that other caller with the Jamal Adams,
2: uh-huh. I mean,
0: he's trying to compare uh, baseball where there's no salary cap to a league where you have a salary cap. You're not going to mortgage the team for one player.
2: Not only that, a defensive player versus a baseball offensive superstar who sells tickets uh, and, is, and in a sport where it's a statistically driven sport. For defensive football players are not driven by statistics. That's not what they're driven by.
0: Exactly. You couldn't be more point on with that. Why he couldn't understand that? I mean, if you tell me that a quarterback position or an offensive lineman, let's say, that's going to be stellar for, let's say, 15 years or 12 years, even though they don't last that long, I can see him paying a little bit of a premium. But you can't compare salary cap to non salary cap.
2: Not only that, I want, I want to I, see, I don't think he makes the team better because I think he has done a lot of things to make the team worse by being divisive. I think, I, I think he's a me guy. And the me guys are always me guys. And it's not just money that will placate them. Because look at Beckham. Beckham went to another team. He got his money. He got his team where he could be the voice he wanted to be. And what did he do? A year later, he wants to get off that team. I mean, that, some guys are just like that. That's just the way their nature is. And I think they're never happy. And I think what you do is when you get guys like that, you hope somebody wants to take them off your hands.
0: <laughs> That's true. Because, I mean, I'm a diehard Giant fan. And I, I liked that they got rid of Beckham. I thought he was bad for the team.
2: I, I listen. I, I understand what he did early on, but in the long run, I think the way they handled him, which wasn't his fault, but they coddled him, and it really hurt the team. It hurt the team a lot, uh, and and that's another part of it. That's management's fault, not not his. What else is on your mind? Uh, the
0: football season. If right. if, they, if Major League Baseball really has a problem with the home-covid right. issue, do you even think that the owners are going to start the season? No.
2: No, I know for a fact that the NFL does not want to start a season that they think they could have to stop after two weeks. Uh, I think there's a good chance it gets pushed back to the middle of October, which is in the plan they have ready to go anyway. Which would play the which would play the uh, take away the bye weeks and play the Super Bowl on the last uh, Sunday in February in Tampa. They already have a plan for that, uh, which would start the season in the second week in February uh, second week in October. Number two, they do not want to start the season and then stop it cold because that's where they would lose the most money. And they, 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 do not, they would rather not start it than to start it under an umbrella of uncertainty. So I think what they're hoping is that these other sports will show them the way in these couple of months and let them make an accurate decision. Uh, and don't be surprised if even before the season starts that some, team, that some leagues say, you know what, we're going to wait. We're just going to wait. Uh, because you know what? There's look how many guys have gotten the virus since we've started putting players back together. I know. I, I mean, the, the know, numbers or? every yeah. day. The, every day there's another number.
0: Well,
2: I think Elliot was interviewed and he recently had it. Yeah, and look, you got you got you got key NBA guys already have it. The teams haven't even gotten together yet; they already have it. Plus, you've had it. You know, the college teams have had it. And Clemson had 23 players. You know, Texas had a bunch of players. Ohio State had a bunch of players. So there is a lot that has to be dealt with here. And thanks for the call. We'll find out. I mean, uh, but no, I don't think they will start under a cloud. I think they will want there to be some certainty before they start. Matt and Whitestone, what's up, Matt? Matt going once. Yes, Matt. This
0: is a great pleasure for me to speak with you. I just want to chime in on the Jamal Adams thing. Yes. What I don't understand, and I couldn't agree with you more, on a Gary Williams coming out to, or the Greg Williams coming out today and saying uh, you know what he said just with, with the contentious nature that 's going on there doesn 't make any sense, but i don 't understand why we can 't get i 'm a big jets fan here Been you know season tickets been in the whole right. in the uh, family for
2: right.
0: uh, fifty years i don 't understand why. We have most of the jet fans out there saying, "Well, we have all the leverage. What good is the leverage when this guy is doing this?" And also, why can't we get Williams to sit down in a room with him and his agent and find out if this is about money and respect or if he really doesn't he has no plans of being a jet?
1: Do
2: well, you uh,
0: think that that conversation has happened already? Or
2: Well, first you of all, you can't let it, you, you, can't, you can't, can't let your deep you cannot let your defensive coordinator negotiate the contract, okay? First of all, the premise is this. Uh, what is a contract worth if the player can just break the contract whenever he wants? Right. Okay. The I mean, contract. right. I mean, listen. Yeah. He's going to compare it to Mahomes. See, here's the contract. Here's what you explain to the player. I am going to redo a contract for a player. That I cannot even live with the fact that he could be a free agent because it would destroy my franchise. My fans would ha- would be picketing the ballpark. That is Kansas City and Mahomes. They can't even fathom the idea of him being somewhere else in a couple of years. When that happens, you rip it up and you give him a lifetime contract. Are you telling me right now that the Jets can't survive if Adams isn't with the team in three years?
0: Well, here's my thing. Uh, he- I've been going to these games, and I see this guy. He's a special player.
2: He's he's a good player. Let's not call him a special player yet. He's a good player. He hasn't been. Lawrence Taylor was a special player. I hear okay, okay. The, he the he's player. not Lawrence Taylor. Okay, he's a good player. He's he has a chance to be a very good safety. He's a he's a very talented player. I will give you that. But to me, is okay. he a guy that is a game changing player? I haven't seen that. And if he's a game changing player, explain to me how they are sixteen and thirty two in the games he's played.
0: No, I understand that, and I heard I heard your point on that. You know, he's a ball hawk. He's a better he he's he's a better than average cover guy for a safety. And he can get to the quarterback. Right. I think he has the potential, the potential to be a hall of famer. But here's my thing: Do you think the shift? That, to that,
2: that is, that is so lofty. I mean, that you know, to me, he's had three seasons. He's been all pro once. I mean, to say that he's that he can get a lot of players can get to the hall of fame. Is he a hall of famer? in his first three years is, are they hall of fame years? I wouldn't go there. No.
0: Can, can the Jets and Joe Douglas not take the leverage into into account? Where hey. Let's sit down with this guy and, and explain to him, he wants $20 million a year. He's not going to get it.
2: But he wants, I, 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 I would laugh at him if he asked for that kind of money. I would laugh at him. Oh, is a salary cap but, league? You're but, going to pay a safety $20 million?
0: No, I hear you. But do you think if the ship has sailed? Or the, can they sit down and say, hey, listen, if Joe Douglas comes back and say, I can give you four years at 13 or 14 because we're, we're ripping up these three years of control, or do you think we're past that is my question?
2: I, 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 I'll tell you right now, why am, I, why am I taking what's a reasonable contract? The mechanism is there. Is he free to leave after a certain time? Yes. Do I run the risk of him doing that? Yes. Uh, is, is, what, what is he going to do? He's going to sit out? That's what he's going to do? He's going to destroy right. his career to, and sit as, out. As
0: a Jets fan, as a Jets fan, I don't want to deal with that. But I'm, I'm not that.
2: letting him. I'm not letting him yeah. hold me hostage. But what am I paying him for? Am I paying him for the two interceptions he's had in his career, or the twelve sacks he's had in his career, or the fact that the team is sixteen and thirty-two in the three years he's been here? No, no I hear you.
0: I guess I, where where I'm in between is: Do we even want to sit down with this guy and negotiate, or is it? Or is it? I don't just enter I don't offer.
2: I'm entertaining yeah. the be- myself, me, I'm, I, I, but I'm not, I'm not trading him unless I get a good offer. I'm not giving yeah. him a way to make him happy. And the fact that he made it public that he would go to teams and not negotiate his contract, I would take right. that as such a slap in the face I would never talk to him again.
0: A lot of the, a lot of the teams that he put on that list, they're going to be at the end of the first round. Would you take two first-rounders from one of those teams?
2: For him? For two first-rounders? Tell me where to sign.
0: <laughs> I knew you would say that, but I had to ask.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Listen, Yeah, he has decided early on, I don't want to be, I don't like this franchise. And, he's, and he has every right to say that. He has every right to make the point. But what he doesn't have a right to do is say, I can dictate terms. He has made it clear he doesn't want to be a Jet. He has made it clear that he thinks he's a different kind of player than the rest of the team is. He has separated himself from his teammates. He has basically said, I play well, they play terribly. Because how else do you explain the fact they never win? If he's playing so great and the rest of the team has to be playing terrible, otherwise why aren't they winning? Okay. Right. Does he play yep. hard? Yes. Do I honor players for just playing hard? It's not like he's not getting paid a decent wage. He he ma- did somebody put a a gun to his head when he made that contract? He made that contract. I believe I'm a I'm a firm believer that. You have every right as a player to get every dollar you want when you're a free agent, but you don't have a right to break your contract. And I understand that,
0: especially when you've been losing.
2: And to me, the you know, only time, the only time as at, at management that I am going to take the contract and rip it up is when I can't fathom the fact of even considering this guy leaving without having him locked up for the rest of his career. That would be a Mahomes. That would be a Tom Brady. That, to me, is not a safety who has a big mouth and has been part of my team that's 16 and 32 for three years. I'm not doing that. Is he a talented player? Yes. Can he be a Pro Bowl player and and an All-Pro player? Absolutely can. Absolutely I'm not telling you the guy doesn't have talent. He's got a lot of talent. I'm not telling you he doesn't play hard. He does play hard. But you know what? I come from a different theory. I expect the players to play hard. I don't give a guy a medal for playing hard. I expect him to play hard. I want all the players to play hard. I want to get rid of the players who don't play hard. I expect no matter what I'm paying them, I expect them to play hard. That's their job. But am I ripping his contract up now? What do I do when I get a star there on offense? He's going to kill me. First thing he's going to do is say, rip it up and give me more. I'm going to have a safety be my highest paid player. And I'm going to have him running the team into the ground and then make the, have the goal to say, if I get traded to the right team, I don't have to negotiate. I'll live on my current contract. That is the slap in the face of all time. Normally when a guy wants to go somewhere else, it's because of money. He's saying it's not because of money. It's because I think you're a bunch of bums. That's what he's saying. He's saying, I'm not part of the problem here. I am living in a, basically, a football dump, and I want out. And I don't want to try and win with players who think that way. That's not how you build a team. You go to a bad team as a guy who's going to be a great player and turn the team and turn the culture around. He hasn't done that. What he's done is distance himself from the losing, and he feels that someone's going to buy the fact that that's not me losing. That's them losing. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. You don't have a separate record from the team you played on for three years. You wore that uniform. Okay? You wore that uniform. And in a lot of those games, your team got run out of the building. Casamigos Tequila, which makes this beautiful game. So I give him credit for that and thank you for that, yeah, sending us that because that was really nice. Uh, brings you the program. So we thank them for their patronage. Brought to you by those who uh, drink it Casamigos Tequila. So check it out uh, over the long holiday weekend. Salicata is next. We'll see you tomorrow.